This reading is taken from John chapter 11, verse 1 to 3 and 17 to 37. Now a man named Lazarus was sick. He was from Bethany, the village of Mary and her sister Martha. This Mary, whose brother Lazarus now lay sick, was the one who poured perfume on the Lord and wiped his feet with her hair. So the sisters sent word to Jesus, Lord, the one you love is sick. On his arrival, Jesus found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb for four days. Now Bethany was less than two miles from Jerusalem, and many Jews had come to Martha and Mary to comfort them in the loss of their brother. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went out to meet him, but Mary stayed at home. Lord, Martha said to Jesus, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But I know that even now, God will give you whatever you ask. Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. Martha answered, I know he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live, even though they die. And whoever lives by believing in me will never die. Do you believe this? Yes, Lord, she replied. I believe that you are the Messiah, the Son of God, who is to come into the world. After she had said this, she went back and called her sister Mary aside. The teacher is here, she said and is asking for you. When Mary heard this, she got up quickly and went to him. Now Jesus had not yet entered the village, but was still at the place where Martha had met him. When the Jews who had been with Mary in the house, comforting her, noticed how quickly she got up and went out, they followed her, supposing she was going to the tomb to mourn there. When Mary reached the place where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his feet and said, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who had come along with her also weeping, he was deeply moved in spirit and troubled. Where have you laid him? he asked. Come and see, Lord, they replied. Jesus wept. Then the Jews said, See how he loved him. But some of them said, Could not he who opened the eyes of the blind man have kept this man from dying? This is the word of the Lord. So in our story, we have got Jesus, who is a really good friend of Lazarus, Mary and Martha. But sadly, Lazarus is really ill. And a message is sent to Jesus to say, come quickly, Jesus, come quickly, Lord. The friend that you love is ill. And if you are a friend and you got that message, the chances are you would rush immediately. You would get there as quickly as you could because your friend was ill. That's not what Jesus did. So when Jesus got the message from the two sisters... The cry for help, the emergency come quickly appeal, he stayed where he was for two days. 
He didn't even mention it to the disciples. He didn't make preparations to go. He didn't even send messages back to say, we're on our way, we're coming. He just stayed there. And Mary and Martha in Bethany watched their beloved brother die. Not really the action of a friend. You would imagine the way that they had written in this gospel about how much Jesus loved Mary and Martha and Lazarus. That that friendship would have been so strong that he would have done anything to go to help. And yet he stayed where he was for two days and didn't even talk about it. How can we say Jesus is a friend when that is what he did? And I wonder if we've ever felt let down. Let down by our friends. Let down even more difficult by Jesus. Because we haven't felt that Jesus has done what we thought he might do. And if Jesus loves me, then wouldn't he just? And Mary even says that. Martha and runs out to Jesus when he arrives and says, you should have been here earlier. Mary says to him when he arrives at the tomb, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. They knew what Jesus could do. And yet Jesus didn't seem to be acting like a friend. So that's the puzzle of this passage. And we'll never know exactly why Jesus stayed where he was, because it doesn't say. But if we try to understand a little bit more, we know what comes before, we know what comes afterwards, we know what Jesus is like. We can begin to try to understand why he took this slightly strange action. It would make sense to think that Jesus was waiting for God's timing. Because John keeps writing how much he loved his friends, so it wasn't in doubt. It wasn't, well, are they my friends or not? Is it worth my while going? That is clear that they were. So he must have been having this turmoil in himself because he knew what he could do. And he knew he loved them. So he must have been waiting for God. That is the only explanation. He must have been praying, listening, waiting till God said, now's the time, go. And why wasn't it it's God's timing before? Well, Bethany was quite a dangerous place. It doesn't sound like it. We always think Bethany is this beautiful, peaceful place. In many ways it was, on the outskirts of Jerusalem, a place that Jesus would go to from time to time. A place where he could rest at his friend's house. A special place. It was a place that was particularly important to the poor and the needy and the sick. But it was also only two miles outside Jerusalem. And at this point, Jesus was much further away from Jerusalem. But it was getting close to Passover. And that should give us the clues as to what was going to be happening. Passover was the time when Jesus was going to be in Jerusalem and when it became even more dangerous for him because the authorities didn't like what he was doing. So staying away from Bethany meant staying away from the vicinities of Jerusalem until the time was right. So that might have been one reason why God said, wait, just wait. But Jesus did go. And when he went, he did an action that would actually be very dangerous. Not only did he heal somebody, it was too late for Lazarus. Lazarus had died. And so the action that Jesus took (coughs) was to raise him from the dead. Now, if the authorities were getting upset, 
this was really going to inspire them to anger. So it's almost like the last act that Jesus did before his destiny was sealed by what would come in Jerusalem. But what a way to end your fate. What a way to say, if this is my final act, I'm going to raise the man that I love. I'm going to restore this brother to their sisters, this dear family. And I'm also going to demonstrate who I am in this act. Because as he raised Lazarus from the dead, it was a foretaste of what was to come. A foretaste of his own death and resurrection. So that people could see who Jesus was. And he gave those amazing words, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me will not die, but will have everlasting life. And the most amazing speech with his closest friends and an act that would really shock, amaze all those around him. So sometimes Jesus, as a friend, doesn't always do as we think he'll do. And that's really hard. Sometimes we might think he's not listening. Sometimes we might think he's let us down. But we know that Jesus is a friend. Jesus, a friend for all. You eat your Jaffa cakes, you eat your orange. And we need to remember that even sometimes when it feels as if Jesus is acting in a way that we're not expecting, his love is still there for us. His love remains throughout. He stood at the tomb of Lazarus who had died and wept, even though he knew what he was going to do. He went through all the human emotions because he loved Lazarus, he loved Mary, he loved Martha, and he loves us. But as well as friend, he's Lord. And so as Lord, he follows God's timing and God's will and does things as God would have him do. But it's a wonderful story and one that does remind us that we are friends of Jesus. Let me pray. Father, we thank you that Jesus is our friend. We thank you that we can go through life knowing that Jesus is our friend. We pray for those times when that friendship feels distant. We thank you for those times when that friendship feels really close. And we pray for that to happen more and more. Amen.